0: Oh, fuck. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Spines, a podcast about books and book-related shit. I'm Jamie.
1: And I'm Ruby. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Spines, episode two. Um, This is very exciting. I don't know. Let's just let's get right into it. Let's get started. All right.
0: I'm into
1: it. We are recording on... It's weekend. First Halloween. of all, which is very exciting. I've been saying Halloweek Week all week. Um, today's Hallow Friday. We're having a Hallow gathering with some Hallow snacks tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm excited for that. I'm stressed because of all the homework I have to get done today. But
0: professors just don't respect the Hallow Weekend. They do grind. not.
1: I, I have. I just also I did forget though a little bit, so it's a little bit on me. So fair. Um. But this episode, as I'm sure you saw in the little title, uh, we're talking about used books and like buying secondhand books.
0: Very exciting. That is pretty much my favorite way to obtain books because I am not a big e-reader, but I also am not a big spend $20 on every book
1: I buy reader That's the thing. When I started reading more adult books and I saw the prices on all these books, oh my god, $25 for a book.
0: And it's like also I feel like just such a moral tug because they're most expensive at independent bookstores and mm-hmm. those are the bookstores that you want to Yeah. um support. Support, yes. And it's like hard because you're like, oh, it's so much cheaper on Amazon, but then mm-hmm. you're like no like i really shouldn't do that
1: and i mean there's an argument to be made for buying books at all um i know a lot of people just say use libraries and don't spend money on material you know like like you don't need to have a huge shelf full of books
0: okay i'm out here looking embarrassed my face is blushing (laughs) you guys you should see my bookshelf i
1: it's a good bookshelf it's really pretty it
0: is. But okay, here's the deal. Which we'll talk about library book sales because that's a game changer as well. Mhm. But we'll get to that. Be patient, my loves.
1: Jamie, how many of the books that you own right now do you think you've not read so far?
0: The ones here like that I have at school with me, I have only read 3 of them because I only bought the brought the
1: ones that I have not read. Well, how Plus about in my like book. in general, all the books uh-huh. you own? As how well many as at have I home? not read? mm mm-hmm. Mhm like percentage um,
0: like half but i i read i read most of the books i buy i'm not someone to buy a book and then not read it cuz mm-hmm. i feel guilty doing that oh yeah i am someone to buy more books when i still have a lot left to read yeah because it's like kind of like a hobby <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> like that's
1: the thing part of reading is sometimes it turns into buying the books for me absolutely
0: it's, like, an activity, especially the summer when I, like, didn't have a lot of things to do. I was, like, all up in the library book sales. Like, would make rounds around the neighboring towns going to, like, all the libraries. Like, at least
1: once a week. I, w- I would say that, like, a third, well, yeah, around a third of the books that I own I haven't read. Um, and I plan to read, but I also keep I keep buying more. So, my point is that, like, I get it. There's an argument to be made for, like, buying books new or used. You shouldn't be doing it because if you're not reading them. But I love buying physical books. Um, I'm going to read them.
0: <laughs> um, sorry if that was, like, ASMR and oh, you did not want that. ASMR book podcast? I do not like when people whisper into microphones, <laughs> and I did just do that. So my apologies.
1: How many? I guess how many of the books that you read do you borrow? Do I borrow? Like, do you not buy and own, like, borrow from the library? Like, none. None, none. Wow. I own my books. Hmm. Why? Like, do you write in them, or just like how they're? I want. I do
0: want to start annotating my books, but I just, it's some like it's so satisfying for me to watch my stack grow, especially. At home, I don't have a bookshelf. I just, like, used – I used a closet, like, an extra closet I like that had shelves in it, and mm. I mostly filled it. And then I literally, all summer, just had stacks of books on my floor and then would, like, grow the stacks. Like, I had one giant stack, and it's still there because I didn't bring the books I've already read. So when I, like, go home into my room, I have, like, a giant stack of books that I've read, and it's so satisfying, and it makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> and, like – that's hard to come by in this world. So Yeah. And I get them for like a dollar each. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. I I'd be hard pressed to feel guilty about it. I don't know if I use that phrase, right? But
1: <laughs> Hard pressed? Yeah. <laughs> I think you did.
0: Okay, cool. So I
1: would use it. Um I I have like a bookshelf that I stole from my mother. I I think that honestly, I think in the past couple of years since I've been reading a lot more, um, it's been slowly a process of me getting more books and then just stealing the shelves from my mom to bring into my room. I think there was, there was one point when she came into my room, I think it was last year, and she was like, "Oh my God, that is my bookshelf that just full of your shit, Ruby. Do you physically
0: like bring the shelf into your yeah. room? Yeah. How do you even carry it? Is it like a light book? <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm just imagining you like walking through the halls with like a big ass. bookshelf. Yeah.
1: Literally, like it's a, um taller than I am. So <laughs> <The> <laughs> I dedication, love bookshelves.
0: Everyone, the dedication. <laughs> is That's great. the thing.
1: I, I, I borrow. I read a lot of audiobooks, um, and those I don't buy I just get from the library um and I've been doing a lot of borrowing ebooks a lot more this year which I like because it means that there's lower stakes I don't have to just read books that I like need to love in order for it to be worth it for me to buy it I can like read and if it's not good I don't feel like I fucked up by by spending money on a book
0: that's what I love about used books. I mm. okay. Beartown by Frederick Bachman. You know, everyone knows from the past episode I love um, a man called Uva. So I looked at his other books and Beartown got rave reviews and I was um, I was out and about and so it passed like a little independent bookstore that was so cute, so I stopped and then it, and it was like displayed like um, it was on display. As like one of the like popular books, so I bought it for like, mind you, like at least eighteen ninety nine, if not like nineteen ninety nine, and I was like, I felt good. I was like, I'm like supporting this bookstore. I'm gonna love this book, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't like it. It was like challenging for me to get to, not challenging, like it was like challenging, <laughs> but like it was like a challenge because I didn't enjoy it, and I felt really guilty because I like yeah. spent literally like almost twenty dollars on it, but then. When it's, like, a $1 book from a library book sale, I know I gave $1 to the library.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: And that's why I want to talk about library book sales. I love library book sales. And I, like, like if I don't like it, then, like, fine. Like, it's a dollar.
1: That's true. That's true. Let's get into our... We have some Boston-specific used bookstores that we want to talk about. Let's get right into that, then. I'm going to... I'm kind of thinking of this... As in, like the center of this of my s- circle is the Simmons Res Campus because that's where I live mm-hmm. right now. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: stalkers know where Ruby lives. No, okay,
1: no. Anyway, moving on. Um, I so the I think the closest and best used bookstore that I love Brookline Booksmith has a used book seller. They call it, which is kind of funny. Um, so good. They have a huge selection of new books, but they have downstairs a huge selection of secondhand books that people donate. Um, and they're picky with what books they accept, so these are all in really good condition. Um, and they're all good titles. Um, they most, actually, I was surprised by this. They only accept paperbacks, um, used books. And I they said, yeah, on their website, they said, we might sometimes get a hard cover if we really, like, want it from you. But we will only be accepting paperbacks. Um, so, but they have a huge mystery section. Um, like, a one whole wall is all mystery books. They have a solid YA section. They've got, like, a big shelf. Um, and they actually have a new romance shelf, which was pretty cool. Like, all the, you know the the new trend in romance covers that's, like, um, just, like, drawn and, like, cute little drawings yeah. rather than, like, shirtless men. Um, they got oh a whole section God. of those. <laughs> get,
0: do not get me
1: started, please. Um, and they've got a huge fiction section and a kind of... The fantasy selection is kind of smallish medium, but it's still good. Yeah, I... It's Brookline Booksmith, again. Um, I... The way that I get there from Simmons, I take the Green Line. You can take St. Mary's Stop or Kenmore. All the way to Coolidge Corner. Which is on the C branch. And I highly recommend.
0: Um, Let me just shout out something for Brookline Booksmith. um, Because we know our audience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brookline Booksmith. Is having a queer book club. Which sounds amazing. And like I want to join. And it's going to be held. On the first Monday of every month. At 7pm. So this upcoming one is on Monday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Um, and the book is Andrea Lawler's Paul Takes the Form of a Mortal Girl. Um, and yeah, we also reposted this on our Instagram. So there are more details um, on Brookline Booksmith's Instagram that we posted on our story.
1: Yes. They have more book clubs than just that as well. Um, I saw they posted, they have like three or something.
0: I guess I just saw the one that
1: (laughs) spoke to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are great. I mean, follow them on Instagram. Honestly, they have a ton of events all the time, which I can talk about in a different episode, but used book section is great. I've gotten, what have I bought from there recently? I mean, well, I talked about playing Bad heroines last episode. I got one of my friends to, they found a used copy there and they got it, um, and as far as prices, it's hard to remember, but I want to say they're at least 50% off of, of full price.
0: They also have a whole shelf that I think is a dollar. Yeah. A dollar shelf.
1: Mm-hmm. Another bookstore. This one is farther away. This one's in Cambridge. Um, but it is also, it's a lot like Brookline in that it has a huge new book section, but also a like, little weird basement that has a ton of used books. Um, It's called the Harvard Bookstore. It is not a school affiliated.
0: (laughs) Okay, me and Ruby recently (laughs) went to the Harvard Bookstore and I never, I had never gone because I thought it was going to be like the Barnes and like the Harvard
1: Barnes and Noble.
0: So I was like, why would I go there? So don't let the name
1: fool you. It is. uh, Yeah, it is called the Harvard Bookstore. It has a used book section. Um, It is in Cambridge. I take the green line and then the red line to get there, but you can also take the above ground, the bus system. Um, But I do green line Kenmore to park street, where then I switch over, take the red line to the Harvard stop. Um, Obviously you can look this up online, but I think it's, I just wanted to shout out how I get there. Um, I'd say the selection is little, a tiny bit smaller than Brookline, but it is still very solid. All the books are in really good condition. Um, They also are picky about what books they accept from people who donate the books. Um, Their fiction section and mystery sections are huge. Um, They have a smaller fantasy section, but I found some really good books there. I found um, House in the Cerulean Sea there. Oh, did you? Yeah, and then I put it back because I didn't think I was going to read it. I know I hate myself.
0: That's like such a popular book right now. I know. And also, I feel like that's right up your alley.
1: I know. And I put it back because I'm crazy. Um, But I found... I found um oh what's the one of the NK Jemisin books. Actually, I think I found two and I found the 5th season there. These are fantasy books. Jamie just no idea what I'm talking about. I have like a dead dead pen <laughs> on my face. Um but they also have their Y section I would not say is as good um if that's what you're into. They it's mostly just adult books. Um I got House of Leaves there the oh last yeah. time we
0: went. I'm really excited for you to read it. I started it, and then I had a personal thing come up, and then I didn't want to read a book that supposedly will fuck up my life.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but I still have it on my bedside table, so I will be getting
1: back to it. That's the kind of book that shouldn't be on your bedside table. It should be in, like, a locked box.
0: Okay, you make
1: me want to <laughs> read it. I, okay, I told my mom about this book. And
0: I was like, "It's supposed to like really just like fuck up your life and like nothing will ever be the same." And she's like, "Please don't read it." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "You've worked too hard to let a book ruin you." Oh my and god! And I was like, "I don't think it's actually like, I think like I'm like strong enough that I won't let
1: <laughs> a book like ruin my life." Watch the soundbite like resurface, and you're like crazy oh my in god. <laughs> like two weeks when you read the book. That actually be so good.
0: No, not no, like. Just, like, I'd commit to the bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, there's also another used bookstore called More Than Words. It is um, on East Berkeley Street in Boston. It is... Oh, and it, they also have online, like, an online used book section, which I just learned when I was researching it for this episode, which is really exciting. I've only been there once, um, but it is... It's actually a non-profit, which is really cool um so it's a really good cause and it employs system involved youth um and they have a big selection of used books used vinyls um and they have a lgbtq plus and gender section which i feel like is kind of hard to come by um and yeah and the youth that they like employ to work at the store they also like help them in other ways like they help them with like job searching for future jobs and like college applications that kind of stuff so it really is it's a good it's a good cause and a good used bookstore how do you like Oh yes. how do you usually get there right 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 um so the closest way from the simmons res campus is to take bus 8 from um avenue louis pastor and the fenway that stop and then you take it to the Harrison Ave opposite Plimpton. Plimpton Street Plimpton. stop. Hmm. Plimpton. <laughs> like a British name.
1: Uh, the last used bookstore that I wanted to talk about um, in Boston was Raven Used Books, which is also in Cambridge. Um, it, I think, yeah, you. it's also on the Harvard stop. So just use those same directions. Um, it is... Not really the used bookstore if you're a fiction reader. Um, so it's not really for me. <laughs> but if you it's got a huge nonfiction selection of just these very niche interests. My friend who's a linguistics major, she found like three like books on linguistics. And so that was really exciting for her. Um, there's also poetry, a lot of poetry there, and theater drama books. Ooh. Yeah. So that is in Cambridge again. It's called Raven Used Books.
0: So the next thing that we're going to talk about is library sales. So we all, maybe we don't all know, sometimes libraries hold like annual sales um, where they just put a bunch of books out and you can buy them for like really cheap, like 50 cents to a dollar. Um, BPL does them,
1: I think, it's every it's even numbered, numbered month. month. <laughs> it's basically every other month, the first Saturday Saturday of the month. Yeah, of even numbered months. So like, it's not happening in November, but it will be in December.
0: Yes, um, I missed. I missed the October one. Did you go?
1: I went, and I didn't find anything, but I saw someone pick up um, George Saunders. Oh, what's the book called? A Swim in the Pond in the Rain, which I read last year. It's a book on writing. Mm. Um and I was like, oh my god, great find! And she was like, oh my god, I know, love <laughs> that, really cool. Um,
0: but the other thing is, I don't think BPL does this, but I I'm just talking. I think like a lot of the smaller ones do, especially like I would check your like your hometowns because I don't know what like the Boston scene is like, but a lot of the like smaller local book libraries will do. Like they don't really advertise these, but they just have like a room or shelves that are just like for sale that's like in addition to like the big annual sales that they'll put on so always just like call and ask like they love to librarians love to talk to anybody who is like interested in books like you are their desired audience and they want to talk to you um they are just the nicest people ever the other thing about library book sales that i love is that the money goes to the library and a lot of them have like there's like friends of the library have you heard of this ruby no it's like a group of people who like put on the sales and stuff and they're like the friends of the library and it's usually like really like like cute old men and women (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know why i didn't say people that was a little (laughs) transphobic of me (laughs) damn okay um (laughs) <laughs> men and women oh my god I'm embarrassed you guys I guess I can never be a friend of the library <laughs> yeah they're just really cute and I love I love libraries I think that they are just one of the like purest institutions that the United States have like they I don't feel like they have like like any what's it called
1: evil people don't work at libraries they don't work
0: at libraries and they don't have any like hidden agendas like librarians and libraries they're there because they want to like Spread reading and they want community members to read and they have free internet free printing mm-hmm. um they often people don't know this but you can like check out tools from libraries tools you can like check out a lot from libraries they're great and they're just so pure and lovely and i feel like that's hard to come by and like uh
1: like in the united states I feel Um, like I'm realizing now that a lot of people at Simmons might not know how to get a library card at the Boston Public Library.
0: And I must say the BPL, um, I, it's obviously, I hope you guys have figured out, it's a really, really lovely study space. I have not been to the courtyard. Have you been there to study?
1: Yeah, it's very, very fun.
0: I don't, I have not really explored the library like that much. I've mostly just gone there to study rather than look at like what they offer, so... I don't know I also feel like the BPL is like a tourist destination specifically so that not specifically but like in addition to just like being a library so they might not have all these like fun hometown like cute features that the libraries I usually go to do um but I hear that the JP library is great so go to go to the surrounding suburbs
1: I realized that a lot of people might not know how to get a library card at the Boston Public Library. So oh, you
0: said that and I like, continued talking for like ten minutes.
1: <laughs> so for Simmons people, it's super easy. All you, you can get an e-card online, so you can get like audiobooks and eBooks. Um, you just have to you just fill out a form with like your address here at Simmons if you're living on campus or. You're, like if you're living off campus that also works obviously if you want a physical card it's also very easy to do you can just go there and you just need some kind of proof of your address you could have I think that my friend showed just her email from like the mail room that says that her address is here or you can have if you have like a, a bill or a letter that that's been sent to you here but it's super easy to do and they're super nice and helpful you can just go there and you can get that card very easily. Um, and you can check out books and movies, I guess, but I don't know why you would. DVDs? <laughs> hey, don't, don't shame the
0: DVD game, okay? There's a lot of people who still have DVD players and love
1: them, and I respect that a lot. Besides libraries, there's also good online book buying resources for used books, specifically physical ones. Um, there's an app that I adore, called Pango Books. I just learned about this recently from Ruby. Fantastic. If you know, like, Depop or Thrift House from last year, it's a lot like those apps, but it's just for books. Um, It is a free app on your phone, um, and just regular people can list their books on the app and ship them themselves, like, just to people who buy them. It is super safe. I've used this app a lot. Well, it's it's been safe in my experience, um, and there's a lot of really good books on there. A surprising amount is way better than any physical used bookstore that I've been to. Like, the selection is really, really good, um, and there's a range of prices. There's books for, like, a dollar and also books full-priced, but um, there's used – and there's also new books on there, but they've been – they're still secondhand – Um, This
0: could also be a good option if you want to sell books. Yes,
1: Um, they run sale or just promotional like promo codes all the time. Um, One one weekend, if you listed five books, you would get five dollars on your next order, um, which is like really easy to do. Um, I get all of my Wheel of Time books from there because they're they were published a while ago and it's. Just cheaper to get them secondhand. There's also a lot of affiliate links. Jamie found one. Yes. Um, if
0: you guys want to download Pingo Books, um, there is a code that you just put in as a promo code. And it is EMILY5. That, like, spelled E-M-I-L-Y. Then the number five. All in caps. And it gets you $5 off your first order. So I, like, had an order of $12 and then got it all for $7. For two books. But then, I guess pro tip that I didn't know, <laughs> maybe I should have known this, is check people's, like, bios and stuff. Because I ordered a book that I've been wanting, and it was $1.50. And, like, what a steal, you guys. Um, but then the seller messaged me and said, oh, like, I have a $7.50 minimum or something to, like, cover the, the like, fees that, uh, I guess, Pango Books takes. So... I had to cancel that order and will not be getting my book. But so check for things like that. It's like Depop. If yeah. you've used Depop, like it's really just the same.
1: Um, I want to say that that, link, that promo code is not associated with us at all. That's just there's a ton like people Pinga book sponsors like YouTubers a lot. Um, and you can just find a random one.
0: Yeah, no, I just found this one like from July and it worked as of two days ago. So, good for Emily, to be honest. (laughs) Like, we're getting her some, I don't know how this works, but we're getting, we're using her code, (laughs) and hopefully all you guys will, too, when we become famous.
1: (laughs) Like, when I say that they do those sales a lot, they do them a lot. Last, earlier this year, a few months ago, they, I think they might have realized afterwards that it was, like, too good of a sale, and they might not do it again, but they gave out $5 for a weekend to every user, so I just got a book for free, basically, um, so it was great. Yeah, that's great. Um, and th- it's a fairly new app, um, but the interface is great.
0: And then I also I had mentioned that More Than Words does online, too. But then just eBay. Um, I've done this before. There's not that much to it. It's just like any other. Just search it on eBay and look through them and find one. Um, I'm a big... I like eBay. It's like Depop, but the people don't know that they can get more money for what they're selling <laughs> because they're not... Like, Depop sellers, mm. um, but I got like a lot of really like popular, really good. I mentioned the Sound of Gravel, mm-hmm. um, last episode, and I got that one off Depop for like two bucks. Not Depop, eBay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess that's all we have for, you know, our little list. Um, again, if you are in, if you want to buy used books, these are all really, really good resources um a lot of, i guess this is a very boston specific episode. So if anyone is listening who's not in boston come visit come go to these stores come visit or
0: dm us on instagram we can maybe i know something near you and if i don't i don't know google it <laughs> <laughs> or i'll google it for you and we'll talk about it and become besties
1: what books are you reading right now jamie
0: um, I
1: well, I read like
0: one chapter of The House of Leaves like two yep. weeks ago, but the book that I'm actually reading right now is Una Out of Order, which is by Margarita Montemore. Great name, great name. Um, and it's good. I read some more of it this morning. I'm not, it's not going to be a do not finish. I really, I rarely do not finish a book, but it's you. Okay, let me just explain the premise of the book. (laughs) So, essentially, it is about this person, this woman named Una, and she, like, every... Her birthday is on New Year's Day, and every year at New Year's Eve, like, when midnight hits, she gets transported into a different year of her life. But, like, she still has... Like, on the... So, the book starts, and she's 19... Or 18, about to turn 19. And then, at midnight... On like New Year's Eve, she turns, she gets like transported into her fifty-one-year-old self, but is still like nineteen on the inside. And then like the next year, she'll be like twenty-seven, but will still be twenty-one on the inside. And then the next year, she'll be um, like forty, but will still be twenty-two on the inside. Um, so it's an interesting concept. You. Yeah, I'm struggling a bit because you really have to suspend your disbelief.
1: Well, yeah, it's like, I'm okay, <laughs> yes,
0: okay, yes, for the obvious reasons. But then also each year when she's like into the new body, her like or her new age, the her from the year before. So like when she turns 51, she gets a letter from her 50 year old self. And I'm like, well, how did you get the like <laughs> if you haven't been 50 yet, how did you write the letter? And there's also, like, some people in her life who, like, know about
1: it, so I've known her. It's just... It does not sound like you like this book, Jamie. No,
0: because I do. Like, the story is interesting. The story... Like, it's... I'm... It... Mm. <laughs> this book makes me frustrated, but also, I... It's enjoyable to read. It's a nice, light, easy read. That's the end of my... What I'm reading now.
1: <laughs> I'm... Ugh. I'm still in the middle of so many books. I'm still reading The Shadow Rising which is the fourth book of Wheel of Time. Um, it's still great. It's just long. <laughs> and my I have the physical book, but I also borrowed the audio book from the library um, so I can read both at once. That's a cool idea. Thanks. I thought of it myself. No one else has ever done it before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but then my library alone ran out, and I was stuck with just a physical book, and I was like, oh. So it's been slow going. Um, I did start *Harrow the Ninth*, which is the second book in the *Locked Tomb* series, <laughs> which is really <laughs> funny to say. Um, and it's good, and, but it's just like so dense. The writing is so dense it takes me a lot of brain power to read it, and I have so much homework to do to use up my brain power with. Mm. Um, but I'm still—I've—I ca- haven't touched *Ordinary Monsters* since we last spoke. Um, podcast listeners. I've talked to Jamie since last time. Um. <laughs> no, Ruby and I actually just really hate each other, but like
0: <laughs> once a week we come together to do this.
1: Once a week? It's been like two weeks since last. Once every other week. Um, that is it.
0: Honestly. Do you have anything else, Jamie? I think that's all we got. Hopefully you guys have been tuning in and just loving hearing our beautiful voices for the past 35 minutes. outro enter the outro here outro bye bye
1: that was spines a podcast in collaboration with simon sidelines